0: What's up, Ragnar Runner? I am Sarah Albanawi, and I am a Ragnar Relay Ambassador. Consider me your top resource for your travel tips, packing, team building, or information about the venue, anything Ragnar, find me at Sarah Albanawi on Instagram. Save 10% at registration by using my ambassador code SAAMB22
1: here we go again welcome back to the break it down for bracken's podcast again we are sitting with Sarah Abenawi and today we're going to talk about running Ragnar immortal this podcast is going to be about the reach the beach relay which goes from Mount Washington to Hampton Beach Hampton Beach welcome back to the podcast
0: thank you Kevin thank you for having me
1: nice yeah so do you want to focus on travel how how was travel for this one
0: um, for me, it was not, um, uh, uh, like, there's not a lot about traveling. Cause like, I just took a straight flight, like an unstop from DCA to Boston, Logan. And then we kinda, I was the first one there, waited for, um, almost, almost, almost all morning <laughs> for everybody else to come. And then the captain kind of came and fetched like about five or six of us from the airport.
1: Cause the captain was from there.
0: Yeah. So he's local to the, to the race. Huh? What's his name? Uh, Sean Cosgrove. Nice. So he's he's been doing um, – I actually ran with him. Uh, this is the second time I run with him. I ran Colorado with him. And he's like – and we signed up a long time ago. He does like the genius sign up and you go and you choose the runner sign you want and then you just go and pay and like kind of – it's – you know, he just kind of try to put st- – to put teams together and hold on let's break up.
1: that down for a second so what do you mean he so he registers a race early because he knows he wants to do it and right then he, and then he hand selects who he wants on the team
0: no he doesn't hand select he's just posted on ragnar life and if you want and you just contact <laughs> him and he's like okay, he'll send you the link and you just kind of like sign up at that,
1: well that's crazy
0: it is crazy because like you don't know who you're gonna <laughs> end up it's like a gamble you
1: know? it really is a gamble because <laughs> i mean like the way that i do it i, I probably mentioned this before is that if I know I'm doing a team, I, um, I've chosen in my head who I want on the team yeah. and then I try to make it really nice to be on my team, whether it's like a captain's gift or, or just the the benefit of the infrastructure that my, my group r- rolls with when we have a, a local Ragnar. Yeah. But I definitely want to hand select. And I know Colorado, that was a real fun one because I hand selected who I wanted to come with me. There it was me, Jenny, yeah. Amber. Melissa and Scooter. Mm. And um, every one of them were powerhouse runners, very reliable, right. very into the travel of it. But then um, I paired up with a team that I had raced with a couple years prior and made friends with. And they brought four and they brought some ringers. They brought guys that were running like seven minute miles and wow. faster. So that limited the amount of sleep we were able to get. But yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy when you You kind of just kind of throw it out there hey planet who wants to do this race with me (laughs) that's that's a unique kind of team manager there
0: uh yeah it's it's to me it's interesting it's it's different um like i had like you know jenny was on the team jc was on the team teresa was on the team nobody like kind of heard from him but then when he put the um the text, the group text together, like on Monday is like, Hey guys, please let me know who's coming one. So we can arrange for like pickup from the airport.
1: The Monday before the race,
0: the Monday before the race. And then like two people just decided to like kind of drop they're like, well, we haven't heard back. So we canceled a lot of plans. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, so they put us in a bind for like, we're out two runners. Um, and, you know, everybody was trying to, like, look for somebody who wants to run. At this point, it's like, at this point, besides, like, me in my, in my van, I only knew JC. Um, it's like a bunch of randos. Like, it's not like we know each other and we know, like, how we're going to do it or how we're going to kind of split everything. But um, I kind of, like, talked to Sean and he was like, well, everything is set. Everything is ready. Um, I, I don't know. And I even ran you know, Northwest passage of these girls, like just kind of like decided to drop this. So they know how I, I roll and he does, he does this for a living, like arranging and like organizing all that stuff. Like, okay. um, so I think everything was set, honestly, like, you know, when we went, you know, he picked us up from the airport. Um, yeah, a little bit later, but you know, Boston traffic is kind of, you know, sure. you really understand. Um, we had a hotel set up for us. Um, and then, um, Kind of team one had to go in the morning, and we went a little bit later because I mean, van van one went in the morning. They start the start time was five thirty. Well, hold
1: on, we're we're jumping we're jumping way ahead. Let's talk about um, so you you get picked up at the airport. Then you go. Did you go directly to the venue, or did you sightsee at all before that?
0: No, not at all. Like we actually like again arrived on Thursday, and then we and it's about a couple of hours to drive from Logan Airport to the start uh, the start point. We had to stop at his house. To pick up a runner who drove to his house from connecticut mm-hmm. and um and his house is like a few blocks from the finish line so we Neat. had to yeah it's, it's it was really awesome so and actually you know reach the beaches is, is an original local race that was bought by ragnar so all the signs are original street signs for like you know your route It tells you where to go and then they just have like a little sticker with Ragnar on it like in the bottom that's so funny because it's like it looks like a street sign that it just didn't put a sticker on right (laughs) Um, uh, and then everything all the volunteering shifts were discovered by the locals like none of the runners had to like volunteer which is explain
1: explain what volunteers have to happen with trail or other road stuff
0: So, you know, as you know, when you sign up for it with the team, you are required to have like a three hour shift volunteer. One of your team members have to volunteer uh, on the Ragnar to help with the course or like uh, transition tent or at HQ or bathrooms or whatever, like to help, you know, keep it going. I've
1: seen that at trail, but I've never seen that on road.
0: It is on road. You have to actually pay like a fee if you don't provide a volunteer how do
1: you provide a volunteer for road if you're busy driving back and forth that's weird
0: I honestly don't know I was thinking about it last time but you know bourbon chase we didn't have a volunteer because we were all a hundred miles or more away from the original location usually if there's a local they require you to have a a volunteer
1: that's right I totally forgot about the distance thing because every Ragnar that I've done is all, for road has always been distance uh, yeah Miami and
0: yeah so you forget about like I forgot about the volunteer shift and it was like when we were driving I'm like who's so who volunteers for our team and they're like it's all done by locals and like even the finish line all the food was provided by local restaurants and um, it's a big deal there
1: yeah, it's definitely a big deal. So the race started at uh, Mount Washington. You were in van two, correct?
0: Yeah. So we went to the exchange six. That was, and you know, by far, it's the most people I've seen honestly at the exchanges. Oh my! So God. many cars, right? Oh huge God. parking lot. No, just a lot of people. A mm-hmm. lot of people. That was like the, like you know, like the most amount of people that I've seen at a Ragnar.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but I've done this race last year and it was um i was also in van 2 and i remember that that's transition 6 to 7 which is when the last runner in van 1 finishes and hands off the quote unquote baton to runner 7 who would be the first runner of van 2 um that transition had hundreds of people hanging out and waiting and our 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 van 1 went so fast that we were held back a certain amount of time. Oh yeah. If I remember yeah. correctly. By
0: the time we got there, they're like, oh, if you're runner's here, you get away. And then our runner like took his time. It was like the Ragnar leg, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and,
1: uh, that's yeah. cool. And then, um, so how'd your first, first leg go? Do you remember?
0: So, yeah, uh, it was about, um, a little over seven miles. That was my first run. And it was, you know, you know, rated in the app as very hard. Okay. Um, and I think it's very hard because of, the length and also the hills. Um, There was a lot of hills, but also... Well, you were in the
1: mountains of... I think it's called the White Mountains, right?
0: uh, Honestly, I don't remember. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's definitely got some hills.
0: Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, And
1: if I remember correctly, that's probably right around 10.30 a.m.?
0: Kind of, yeah. Was
1: it clear? Was it cloudy? Do you remember? Mine was was cloudy. Mine was cloudy, so Mm. it was... um, I couldn't... You couldn't, like, see above... Like I think that's at a little small ski chalet, if I remember correctly. Not a chalet, but a ski lodge at the bottom. Yeah, yes. I remember we couldn't see the top of the mountain. And the other, the other tough part was I wanted to see what the mountains looked like being that deep in New Hampshire. And mm. I- couldn't see it because the low cloud cover, but you had sunny days, that's really cool.
0: oh my God, it was perfect weather actually it the sun was out, but the breeze was cool. Mm-hmm. um you know, it was just like regular running clothes, don't sweatshirt, nothing. It was nice.
1: And how long was your first lap? I think it was, first uh, uh, leg.
0: a little over seven miles. That's awesome. Um, and it was honestly it was really nice. there was shoulders most of the time and, and there was van support, but like, we, I kind of didn't need it. Um, so the nice thing is that I told you I only know JC in the band, and then I had like three other, um, people that I didn't know. And we kind of, in the beginning, we were like, you know, you still don't know each other, trying to like figure each other out. And it turned out like, we like kind of the same music. We're on the same age. We, we were like, almost all of us are like parents. So, um, except for one, but she was like, awesome. Like she's a nurse. She was a nurse. I, um, uh, Danielle, mm. she, she she knows Jenny. Oh yeah. my God. She was hilarious. She was funny. Sometimes like she gets like, um, she gets upset about something that's like really not a big deal and it just happens. And she's like, Oh my God, there's no cooler. We don't have a cooler. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I looked at her and I'm like, there's no cooler. We're just gonna have to roll with it. Like, you know, um, and then our van was had like a smaller trunk space than the other one and then and i'm like and she was saying something but anyway so like we started like in the beginning i was just like it's okay like what can we do like we gotta go now like you know we don't have to like kind of you know worry about it and then she starts laughing she's like i'm sorry and i'm like oh it's okay you're just caring and then like being a Karen. oh my goodness (laughs) yeah. So every time she says something, we're like, "Hey, Karen, welcome back!"
1: <laughs> oh, oh man, that's funny.
0: And then she like she rolled with it. We joked about it. It was it was nice. Like we kind of like really meshed well together. It was like I think the best random van I've ever been on uh, thus far. I don't have like a lot of experiences to like kind of refer to, but it was it was really.
1: What about um, how many immortal chasers were in your van? Just one. Who was that? Uh, JC. And then on your team, who else was on there?
0: Jenny was there. She was in van one mm-hmm. and Teresa. They were actually in van one. They were runner one and two because they were doing the, the sprint as well. So they did. Um, so they had to be runner one and two. By the time they were done with their third leg, they had to ditch their van and go to the their sprint van. And that happened by coordination between um, – Uh, sean and and tanya and who's tanya was also like all of a sudden she's oh i need i wanted she decided to do immortals she did immortal last year so she created that sprint team and also uh randy who the guy that did like six uh, immortals was on the team too um, so
1: on the sprint team on the sprint team just the sprint team, or also on the double?
0: He did. He did a road, but not with us. Like he did a road with. Somebody. I'm not
1: sure if anybody's ever done that double before, where you do your three legs in van one, and then pivot over to a different team altogether in a different race category to run two legs. Right. So a total of five legs. Yes. Yeah, Jenny and a few. They're they're just that's motivated bonkers that's a lot it is that was a lot especially this late in the season yeah because that's it's a lot of logistics on top of travel man good on you i mean that's a that's a true accomplishment for sure
0: i'm not gonna lie to you i was uh, we were we were like in a group called like uh, girls gone immortal so all the girls from like who doing immortal did immortal right we're in this group and then somebody said hey so um i think i want to do sprint as well at Florida and I'm like, I thought Sprint was road. They're like, no, Sprint is basically like a sunset instead of but it's on trail. So I think Babs, Jenny, JC and I are going to do a sprint if we're able to like fit it in with the trail. And that will be our last one of the season, so we're gonna double
1: it. How is there a sprint paired up with trail though?
0: So that's what I thought. I was like, well you said it's a sprint, but I think it's a sunset
1: well the sunset w- was it doesn't happen anymore it was in Miami and before the Miami sunset it was the keys you, you ran from Miami to the Florida Keys
0: so i think it's going to be in the same as the trail this they're the going to do a sprint so it's not it's going to be like i don't know it's going to be a trail it's not going to be a van it's not going to be a road and is they they're calling it a sprint i have no idea like what well, i'm not really sure what's going on but
1: So yeah so you're saying I haven't looked at it, but you're saying that it's possible that on a Saturday morning they'll have a, they a, a two-lap sprint. Correct. For a team of four.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. So and if they, I do it, that's going to be five legs for me.
1: Just torture yourself, Sarah. Just just take <laughs> as much as you can take. God. <laughs> I mean, you were in Florida last year. It's about the party. It's about hanging out and going to the parks. And afterwards. actually,
0: actually, uh, Kimmy was like, "Hey, I need somebody to to handle." connector metals, can you do that? I'm like, absolutely. I love that. Like, you know, telling people which connector model they get and giving it out to them. That's like awesome. So I was like, I'm like not really sure how that's gonna work out.
1: Especially if you're running five laps. Five laps. I mean that's that's twenty four miles. Okay, right on good for you. Way to be motivated at the uh Oh my God. At the Super Bowl of Ragnar.
0: Kevin, I got to tell you, I went to Chicago last weekend for a conference for massage therapy and it was the weekend of Chicago Marathon and I'm like, can I have somebody's bib to run that marathon? (laughs)
1: you are crazy
0: I think I am I remember
1: I saw you were going up there and I was like is she running that marathon because that's that's bonkers too because <laughs> I know um Mandy was up there oh yeah mandy yes. she and a few other I think immortals were erica
0: also. um yeah a few a few people like and sloppy I don't know if you know her but uh-huh. she ran in my on my richmond team um so Jen hoy she's on the misfit group and she's I met her in New England this year. She ran the Ragnar with us.
1: Um, Did you see any of the race while you are up there?
0: Um, honestly, when I was heading to the airport, <laughs> I was like, I was done with my conference. And, you know, I kind of like, you know, left town before the race was over so like i kind of missed the rush to the airport by all the runners yeah, so I imagine that
1: would be pretty hectic <laughs>
0: yeah it's so funny that our like the people that did the conference didn't even know about the chicago marathon i'm like how do you do a conference in a city that had like everybody celebrating you know the whole t- town is upside down because of the marathon and like even going into like the the parks and the you know the monuments like you have to check in through security just they're trying to make sure everything sure. is safe. So it was uh, it was fun to see it. It was just I've, I've had, like a huge FOMO. i like, I want to run this race now.
1: <laughs> oh man, that, you're so hooked. <laughs> All right, so back to reach the beach, um, what was your second leg like? Was it in the dark?
0: It was in the dark and uh, that was about 6.5 miles. That was very hard. So there was a lot of hills. Um, and then, so at night when there's a lot of hills to me, I, I, like, I like it that I don't see, like, the end of the hills. So, I'm like, I just, like, look down, just make sure that I can see, like, you know, in front of me and I'm going. Um, and then I, I remember I mentioned I don't like the dark. That's right. So I told my team, I'm like, listen, please just check on me halfway through. Just make sure that I'm not, like, all by myself in a dark, like, road. And uh, <laughs> I actually had like a headlight a chest light and a belt light and it had like green lights on the back of my knees and it had like the squid lights too and I was like at Christmas tree walking or running and then so as soon as I was off the shoot, somebody like there was a team saying, "Oh my God, look how many lights she has on!" And, like I looked at them, I'm like, "I don't know, I'm, like the dark." They made them laugh. Like, you know, like I'm okay with you saying anything. Actually, came up on runners and they were like, "What the hell is like? Is it a car?" <laughs> it was like it was, it was so bright. Um, but that that was comforting for me to be able to see like 3 almost like all around me when I look around. There's light. Um, so anyways, like two miles in, I'm like, you know, kind of getting comfortable, finding my pace and stuff. And then, you know, I see runners like kind of passing, but then the hell starts. So, you know, I'm trying to take my time to just go. And then my team comes and they're like, Hey, are you doing okay? And like, they're passing by with the van and I'm like, I'm okay. I'm good. I give them thumbs up. And as soon as everybody goes, like I start to be by myself a little bit and then this guy with no vest i told you like the locals are like all over the place with vests and lights right. and they're trying to like kind of tell you where to go and su- cheer and support and whatever but this guy had no vest no light nothing and he had a dog with him and i'm like oh my god is this how my life is going to end <laughs> and oh, he no. was like, and he was like oh so you're alone and i'm like I guess he's like, "Well, you have the stars." I'm like, "Thank you for being out here." Like I was trying to be like, you know, super extra chirpy, like, you know, being like, "Hey, thank you so much and whatever." And like, I was just bolting. <laughs> and I went as fast as I can, but I was still like looking behind me until like the street turned, like the hill ended, and then I turned around and like nobody was following me. You know, poor guy was probably just walking his dog, but like when he asked me if I was alone, I'm like, oh my God, this is how like movies start.
1: It's so <laughs> sketchy. But but imagine how we look, right? So mm-hmm. you're rolling up on this guy as a jogging, walking Christmas tree, as you put it.
0: Yes, exactly. Looking like
1: an alien or something coming down the road because he can see you coming way off.
0: Probably. And
1: you can't see him. And he's just like, what is this ridiculousness? Because yeah. he's possibly just a... Country boy, just some some guy like he said walking his dog at probably. ten or eleven at night, and does it every day, and then all of a sudden there's just people there. There were probably people running by in groups, and you just have to be alone. That's why he was like, "Oh, you're alone." Yeah. I remember one time I got really lost on a training run, and I was supposed to do like six or seven miles. I ended up doing like eighteen. Oh my like I god! I got so lost. Um, this was years ago, and it was on a Sunday morning and it was in Maryland. Yeah. Like real country roads, a lot of hills, not many people out there driving, but I was wearing five-finger shoes. Oh. Okay? I was wearing super short shorts, a tank top, <laughs> and I was wearing one of those vests that hugs your body real tight and yeah. with the water bottles and the like tube sticking out. Oh, okay. And then like my crazy running glasses and maybe a visor. But I looked like a total freak, especially <laughs> when you drop it into a Sunday morning. Now, Not knowing where I was, needing to call a ride, I couldn't just go knock on somebody's door. I could not flag down a car because I looked like a total maniac. That's probably how you looked out there, Sarah.
0: Well, so now that you're saying that, it makes me think, oh, I'm actually the guest in his town. Yeah. And I'm like, but you know- for me at night, all I think about is safety mm-hmm. and I'm a woman and I'm like, I'm strong. I'm not, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not going to like, if I'm running or walking and somebody's trying to like come and try to like drag me into a van or something, I'll probably put a fight, like, yes, you know, like, course. you know, like I'm not going to just, okay, let's go, you know, right. <laughs> it's just, but still like, you know, you have that, like, you know, everybody has a little a child fear. in them. And then the, the, that, that, I think that's my fear from the dark is like uh that makes a
1: lot of sense yeah so what time of day was that
0: it was about like 9 or 10 p.m that was like our start of our second like because i'm like number six so i
1: started and you were the first one out right i'm trying to think i think my van man they all they all blur together they all (laughs) blur together i think man i don't know i I Mm -hmm. think we i think it was I think we started our first runner of van two probably around eleven. Yeah, much later, and I was the anchor, so I was runner twelve. Right, and based on that's right, because we had a little bit of drizzle, like that fog rain. Mm. And I remember I was sleeping. If it's the race I'm thinking of, I was sleeping on a couple sidewalks because you couldn't sleep in the van, and we were in our our cycle of running. So I, I had this blanket I'd throw over me, and I'd sleep on the sidewalk or just just. I think I was so tired. Yeah. I'm just not down with that middle of the night stuff. I think that my leg kicked in very early in the morning. Like oh, the sun okay. was coming up, I believe. Um, That's right, because Jenny handed off to me, and I believe she got lost on hers. Oh, my God. And then once she she was like 45 minutes late, and when she caught me, I was ramped up and ready to go. I do remember that now.
0: Oh, my God. Did I just remember, did Jenny tell you the story? She was run or run, and she got lost, too.
1: <laughs> oh I heard that story yes I did I heard all about it she <laughs> re- got lost on the first leg and she was winning and then she caught everybody again and then decided to run leg two
0: yeah she so she did because re- like leg one was 1. 1.4 miles or it was something. like two yeah
1: two miles yeah. it was
0: like it was just something crazy so she did she did yeah two the first two legs and and then some miles
1: yeah yeah cause <laughs> she was covering for those those clowns that decided not to run. Oh yeah. Um, All right, cool. So leg two gets wrapped up, and then what do you guys go to a hotel or how'd you? um, So we ended
0: up in a high school. We went to the exchange. We was in high school, and they 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 had like breakfast there. Like the locals had like you know egg egg and bacon sandwiches, and like they had donuts and coffee and juice and. um,
1: I remember that we got there, and it was all closed. Like they were already done serving by the time.
0: Oh, that yes. was no, it was in the morning. So by the time we were done, I think, with our second leg, it was like just the morning was coming out. And then there was like um what was it? I'm trying to remember exactly. I think it was that. And then they had showers too, if you want to shower. Nice. Um we slept in the van. Um and some we had a couple of people like just put their tents out, but it was cold at night for the for it to be out. Um my my sleeping bag is awesome, but on road usually I don't bring my sleeping bag. I just bring a blanket and a neck pillow. Right. Um, so I just kind of sleep sitting. At I learned like honestly, Ragnar taught me to sleep, however and whenever I can. So totally, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um,
1: Our team. I was on a Mandy Randy Rana team. Yeah. And they coordinated a uh, an Airbnb. Oh, nice. that we stayed at for two nights so the night before the race and because we were van two we had a lot of flexibility with that right and we shared it with van one but i don't think it was as convenient for van one oh, okay. um and then so let's get to the final leg the final leg of the race which one was that for you i mean you were first runner van two what was that course part of the course like
0: so that was actually it was an easy three point four That's right, it was out of a high school. Yes. I remember that. Yes. And actually we ran in so we ran into all the sprint teams because like the third leg, this is their second leg coming. Right. So we it was nice. I got to see a lot of immortals that were only doing the sprint. Um Um, that was actually really nice. Um and then you know, they got to cheer you on and you cheered them on and then like my three point four was it was it was it was very, very straight actually. Most of most of towards the end it's you're coming down yeah. hill. Um
1: Yeah, that was that all pavement kind of like through like one town. Right. Almost. Um Exactly. I remember BK did that one. Oh. And I remember hollering at BK. And where the handoff is for that, I remember perfectly. You could see down this long (laughs) straightaway and I mean way down there and I had this what I call lazy cowbell with me it's how I cheer for people and yeah I'm cheering people coming in and I could see BK and I could it was hot and he was at a place where you figured nobody could see you so if it was time to walk yeah that was time so I pulled out my drill sergeant voice. And I started yelling <laughs> and I know he could hear me because I saw him start like kind of go, yeah. I start jogging. Yeah. And then I, I always encourage people when they're running in to make a pass, pass yeah. somebody. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed messing with him. And something that was unique that what we did was we found out that teams around us were doing leapfrogging. Mm. So from there we adopted the leapfrog, leapfrog method. And this was the final leg. Mm. So I was the driver. Mm. Yeah, I was the driver of the van.
0: You mean LeapFrog is like dropping more run, one, than one runner? We were all running
1: at the same time. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So van one was done at mm-hmm. this point. And I would say this was around 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. So van one just went to the finish line right. to get food and lunch and like all the stuff you want to do. Van one was really enjoying. And that was their reward for having to be at Mount Washington at 5 a.m. the day before. Exactly. So teams that we should not have been behind were well ahead of us and we could not figure out why like wait a minute these guys they're not faster than us yeah we started before them they should still be behind All us Right. we realized they were doing some sort of like frogging scenario so what we did was we dropped bk off and then we decided then okay when we get bk we're gonna take runner runner two would go or our vans runner two would go out i would drop off three and four come back and pick up two, go directly drop off five, which was Jenny, pick up three, four. And then by that time, I'd be waiting for Jenny to run the anchor leg in. Yeah. So to some extent, four of our runners were running at the same time on the course. <laughs> and yes, of course, we let race headquarters know nobody was winning this thing anyways. But we just needed to get it done. And the right. weather was beautiful. The sun was out. It was just hot enough to mess with you a little bit, mm-hmm. but it wasn't that bad. But the
0: breeze is cool too, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I remember my last leg, I um, it was into the town of Hampton, mm. and it was downhill. And it was the first leg for me where I could actually smell the ocean. The ocean. Oh. Neat. It was a neat mm-hmm. sensation. Yes. And we, we start off some little school, and you kind of run down a neighborhood, and then you get on a little bit busier street. And like the sidewalks were a little janky; they weren't mm. perfect, but you yeah. could tell you were in an area that was more populated. Yeah. And um, run down a nice hill. My pace was really good. I got passed by like now that I'm thinking about it. I bet they were sprinters. People were passing me like they were way too fresh. Yeah. And it was hurting my feelings because I like to pass people. <laughs> um, but there was about a mile and a half section of, um, like almost like boardwalk, like mm. a sidewalk along yeah. a seawall. That was really beautiful.
0: But you end up in the on the beach for a little bit. Yeah. You end up in sand. Yeah,
1: that's a show. I'll tell you that that in a second. But like the last leg of Reach the Beach also runs through like almost a festival like sort of beachy central hub area right. where maybe yeah. there's some vendors, maybe there's a guy juggling, people yeah. are riding their bikes. It's like a whole it's a whole Saturday midday sort of vibe going on with mm-hmm. the weather being beautiful. And there's the waves and the tide is out. It's it's a whole cool thing. And I'm I'm pushing it because it's the last leg. I like to race. And I know my crew is going to be waiting for me. I know it's going to be a big it's all it's, done yeah, party. Celebration. Right? Hello. What's
0: and going on?
1: I, I know. I mean, I heard. Oh, yeah. It finishes on the sand. And the sand is hard to run in. Okay. No problem, man. I can do 100 meters. It's okay. 200 meters. No biggie. Yeah. Bro. I hit that sand and it was like a half mile of sugar sand. <laughs> yeah. And um there was a target in front of me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like my heart my heart said we're going to get him. We're going to catch that lady. There's no way she's tougher <laughs> than catching me. The
0: rabbit. <laughs> There's
1: no way she's tougher than me. There's no way. I'm I'm going to do it. And I'm already I've already blown the engine a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already struggling cuz I right. kind of I went a little too hard in the beginning and on the flat part. And I hit the sand. I'm like, well, this is gonna be tough. I can be tough,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but my motor's already blown. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and just destroy the whole system. Right. I passed her. Okay. I I was hurting so bad. I don't remember much of the finish line. Mm-hmm. I remember running under like a a tunnel of all my friends with their hands up, like right. oh, you know. I remember getting there and. I didn't carry water because only three and a half miles, and being so overheated that like in every picture I look like death, and everybody's like, "Hey, Ragnar, woo!" and I was like, Ugh. "I'm trying not to barf." That's my that's for my traditional move, and um, I heard, oh, I know, and I um, I even even like we got under the finish line to take kind of like group photos. I was yeah. like, Bleh. And then we walk down to like the beach to do the dumb. Everybody's jumping at the same time. I'm barely on my feet. And then I remember I just I took off like almost all my clothes, left just my shorty shorts on. <laughs> and I just wandered out into the ocean to cool down because nice. I didn't care how cold it was. Oh, God. oh man! Did you get a chance to swim out there or just? It was very cold. No, oh, was it?
0: We we when we were waiting for our last runner, everybody was like in sweatshirts. Like I went, and I got my reach the beach sweatshirt. Oh, okay. Um, like I was, I played matchy match with Christian, Jenny. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, but like. So the weather was different. The weather it was it was a little bit cooler, um actually you mentioned when you were talking about passing people. So like I was on my last leg and I was trying to push as well. And, um, and because we were five and we didn't cover our legs. Like we just kind of skipped that runner. Cause like we were just one, everybody just wanted to do their leg. Um, and our van, van captain, he was like, I'm gonna, I don't know if you guys, what do you guys think, but I'm, I'm good with skipping. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't, I don't mind. And then, um, so anyways. When I was running and I, like my my the the van has passed me and like they were cheering me on whatever and then I saw a couple of women they were like walking and I'm like okay they're walking I need to pass crush them.
1: them crush exactly it. Yes. So make I, make an example of them,
0: <laughs> so I passed them, but I was I was struggling it's my third leg I'm tired and it's hot and I'm like I don't know I was just like kind of like it was my ninth Ragnar so I'm like dude i'm exhausted i am exa- I don't know what i'm doing questioning my life decisions totally <laughs> but i'm like i'm gonna pass them i'm like i have half a mile left let's go let's just push and then as I, as soon as they pass them and they're like do you see that lady in orange why don't you go catch her like they were making fun of me because I passed them and i'm like um well thank you so much for the encouragement but no i think i'm good you know you know i passed you guys i'm good <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she she was off in the distance, and she was almost there too. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna keep running. I'm gonna keep running. So I'm i good. But you know, I I totally get it. It's like you get that urge that you want to pass Like you want to keep passing people. Um,
1: I, I I um, I like to use the terminology pass with authority.
0: Yeah. Don't pass. Or kill? You it kills.
1: No, well, for me it's like for all races. Mm. There's like there's pass with authority and there's pass passively. Mm -hmm. When you pass passively, you're allowing, so you shouldn't make a pass unless you're going to hurt their feelings and make a true statement. That's kind (laughs) of how I see it. So when I pass people, I don't pass them and then get in front of them and then slow back down to my normal pace. I got to make sure that my passing pace is a pace I can maintain. To get For inside their bit. head yeah. and say, look, buddy, you don't want to try and pass me back. Exactly. This past week, and I did a uh, my first duathlon.
0: Oh, yeah. Congratulations. You. I saw that.
1: Thank you. And um, my first time like racing on a road bike, my first time doing multi-discipline on road with those sort of conditions. I've done other triathlon stuff, but mm-hmm. not like this. And so I went out kind of uh, just coasting. Let's just see how it'll go. Let's put some speed on when we need to. Let's, right. be, let's be consistent. And let's not fall for all the traditional uh, cliches that happen in a race like that. But I'm on the bike. And for whatever reason, they were cyclists in front of me that were, they weren't getting it. They were riding. Yeah. Maybe they were trying a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I I dropped into some gears and I was like, like I passed them with a breeze. Like they (laughs) might have been doing 18 miles an hour. I was doing like 25. Oh, wow. Like I passed them with authority. (laughs) And then about thirty percent into, I'm sorry, with about seventy percent into the ride, mm-hmm. I'm on a kind of a climb, but not a big climb. Like yeah. you can still stay seated; you didn't have to get out of your saddle. Didn't the downshift too far to maintain the right pace? To, yeah. and there was an older gentleman ahead of me, probably close to close to seventy.
0: Oh my God!
1: Right. Now, first of all. How to get ahead of me on that on the first run? Okay, I don't know how, but he got far enough ahead that it took me seventy percent of the ride to catch him. Oh my god! But then I hung behind him as a very windy section, so that was an added component. Right. And I could see that his cadence. I mean, this is is how competitive I am. Mm -hmm. I'll analyze people's cadence ahead of me to look for flaws and to strike when I see the flaws (laughs) spiking for them. So this. Older, You're a
0: warrior. <laughs> I am.
1: This old man's cadence began to drop, which means he wasn't downshifting when he should have. Yeah. I was in a down. Sh- I was already downshifted at a higher cadence, which meant less effort per pedal stroke. Yeah. So then I kicked into harder gears, came out of the saddle for the attack. I passed him. I passed him passively, not to disrespect him. Cause I don't know what I'm dealing with here. Yeah. But I made sure I continued on the accelerator well past him. Then through the next turns, I look over my shoulder a little bit and dude's kind of sticking with me. He's within about <laughs> 40 or 50 feet. not oh on a God. bike, that's not far. No, no. So then I put a little fire into it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's still a little bit behind me. And I'm like, oh my, geez, man, what? Well, I'm trying to drop this dude. Or maybe it's somebody else. <laughs> I, I, he, maybe he's ghosting me and it's somebody else. So yeah. let me just back off the tempo. And then I ran out of juice okay. with like 15% to go. And it was the old man.
0: Oh my god, and he, he pa- up. And he
1: passed me on a climb. Ugh. And then he stayed just ahead of me <laughs> enough until the final quarter mile and I rolled up on his tail silently. Like he did he, I don't think he knew I was there.
0: Yeah.
1: I wasn't going to I wasn't going to be petty and make the pass in the final quarter mile.
0: Right.
1: Because I didn't. There was still another run to do. Yeah. So I don't know how it's going to play out. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And um, but I did make it known because you have to dismount your bike before the transition area yeah. and walk it in or jog it in. Mm-hmm. So he dismounted about one and a half to two seconds before I dismounted. But I, but you unclip your your, your pedals, goes click click. Yeah. You, you can hear it. I wanted him to know that I'm right here too.
0: Oh okay. <laughs>
1: so I passed him with authority. But he actually carried more strength and endurance he passed me and then because i'm new to this version of racing my transition took three minutes okay he was out of there in 90 seconds what and i was not able to recover the 90 second lead that he had on me uh, for the rest of the run i was like 70 year old dude smoking me (laughs) but you got to be careful because you you never want to make that pass and then just get passed again you're like what what happened that's the worst so that's why i like to call it passing with authority that's funny. So what kind of uh what kind of advice do you have for anybody who might be doing uh, reach the beach?
0: Well, you know, just prepare for the hills and just kind of you know, Ragnar's is usually challenging, but some of them are more challenging than others. Reach the Beach um if I want to rate it, it would be like in comparison to Tahoe in Colorado it's a three. And, that, and I understand that's trail, but I'm just comparing hills and like... Overall of, effort. Yeah, overall, sure. exactly. So it's, it is, it, it, you know, it's it, it's easier because it's road, I think. Um, I don't want to say, I don't know if it's a three, but it's challenging enough. Um,
1: I think it really depends on which runner you are yeah. and your level of training.
0: Level of training, if you too. Look at, if you look
1: at how Jenny would approach him she'd probably say it was quite easy yeah if you look at how i approach it i like having fast legs so that i can attack yeah because i'm a racer at heart
0: mm.
1: but if you're somebody who's just trying to survive a mortal and just get them done it it, it could be perceived as hard
0: it is my nine to one so like yeah it was I'm, I'm trying to survive it but i i pushed i i like i put my like, you know, darnest effort when yeah. I'm when I'm out there, um when I train, I just try to like stay at like active rest. Mm-hmm. But when I'm there, out there, I put everything out there and I push hard because you know I'm trying. Like you know, it's I it's my race against me. It's not like it's a it's a it's a relay race. So you're with a team. So it. Right. it, it it depends on other people too. But for me, this is my own race. It's my, I'm getting better. Every time I'm getting better, I'm like faster every time. And I look at my time and I just, that's how it, that's how we race. You know, it's like me against me.
1: Totally. I um I would say it's also hard to rank the difficulty of races. It has to do with who your team is too. You're right. You could yeah. be with a team that's a total cluster F. Yeah. And that might make the race up here harder. I was with a extremely legit, Logistically heavy team, mm. um, with the Mandy, Randy, Ronda crew, you know, nice. Mandy, Mandy runs that stuff real tight and, um, logistics were super squared away. Uh, and it appears most of my Ragnar road legs during my immortal journey mm-hmm. were all daytime early yeah. morning or, or evening or middle of the day. So I haven't had to deal with any of the night legs, yeah. um, which caters to my racing spirit. Right. Um, so, I, I would rate Reach the Beach on difficulty probably at a four. Okay. Um, but, again, it could be a six to somebody if they didn't have the right logistical team.
0: Yeah. Um, and, again,
1: I didn't do Tahoe, so I don't know what that's about.
0: Oh, my God. Tahoe. Tahoe is a different beast, man. It's a different beast.
1: So, what do you have next?
0: Um, oh, actually, um, no. After Reach the Beach, there was Michigan Road.
1: Well, here's the deal, people. We recorded this about a month ago, but the, or no, we recorded this about a, two week ago or so, yeah. but the, uh, the, the data got corrupted somehow because I'm such a professional at this stuff. But the, um, so we had, we're, re recording this right now. So let's just, let's just talk as if it's right now.
0: So reached to beach. I had Michigan road after it.
1: All right. And then after that bourbon chase. Okay. So and now we're current. What's next?
0: Texas, my immortal.
1: You're getting the Immortal in Texas.
0: I am getting my medal actually in Texas. Aha! I requested it because I want to walk around with it in Arizona and in Florida.
1: <laughs> so much swagger! I want to
0: like get out of the airport, put it on, just <laughs> roll into the venue with it.
1: It weighs like eight pounds. You're gonna haul that in your suitcase? Yeah, I'll
0: figure it out a way. Like get a backpack and put it in it, put it front side.
1: Of course. So, <laughs> so you'll immortal in texas that is that this weekend coming no it's like in two weeks in two weeks nice and then you're also doing arizona
0: i'm doing arizona and then i'm doing um florida those are the two were my buffer um but Mm -hmm. it's like i actually did not need to
1: (laughs) did you hear they're trying to someone spreading a the rumor that might cancel Florida. Did you hear that nonsense?
0: Well, I heard after the the hurricane that it's still the na- the park is still not open yet, so I don't know
1: that must be challenging for others that might need Florida to get their immortal
0: right and then people are some people need to do. Florida and the sprint, like, so the road, the trail and the, and the extra little one for like, <laughs> to get the immortal And I don't know that how that's going to work out.
1: Dude, that is a tough situation to be in. It is. I get it. Did we miss anything? Did I forget to ask you? Well, anything? I
0: just, I forgot to mention how cool my team was. And yeah. then, um, so JC was like talking about this drink fireball with pickle juice.
1: Gross. And, go ahead. Okay. I don't care so, for pickles, but go ahead.
0: So, so like the, our van captain Ashley, he said, every time he says pickle juice and fireball, like when JC says that, he was like, so we, <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole time we're in the car in the van. Anytime, but anytime anybody says pickle juice and fireball, everybody's like, Ugh. so we girl like <laughs> all right. Next next year we're gonna name our team G- Gagnarian because of like the <laughs> and uh-huh. then the pickles just oh like oh my god every time we do that I was like oh my god thank did you end- did anybody drink it yeah we ended up doing it like you know you're not supposed to be drinking oh whatever we did like Ragnar, Ragnar sure <laughs> we we did childhood at big transitions
1: <laughs> a fireball and pickle juice and was pickle it good
0: juice. it's surprisingly not that disgusting
1: if you if do you eat pickles. I do eat pickles. Okay, I definitely don't eat pickles. You're a I runner
0: and you don't eat pickles. I can't.
1: I'm telling you. Oh my
0: god! You, I'm my, judging you right now. The
1: faces I make when I try a pickle but or I'm a. I'm fr- judging you. I'll see like a fried pickle. You know how they're like little. What do
0: you do when you feel like you're dehydrated or cramping?
1: Well, I spend seven to ten days before the race hydrating and getting ready for it. Okay, all
0: right, but you never, you never Ma'am. do any.
1: <laughs> no, I approach this
0: in a professional way. No, I understand that. I understand.
1: <laughs> so no, I don't um and then I take a salt tablet before okay. each so leg. Right. If I'm in a hot questions. environment also. Okay. But I'm not um so like you know how you can go to a restaurant and get the fried pickle appetizer or something oh, like I that? I love that. Right, like they are like little fried potato chips. Oh uh-huh, yeah. They look so good because in my mind it's like a some sort of fried deliciousness. I'll try it. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm like, Ugh. I would like to see you messes, try the and my fireball. Whole, my whole face gets uh. messed up. And then I, I'll, I'll kind of spit it out and be like, Whew, that is not for me. But then I'll see there's another one sitting there. I'm like, and, and my mind wants that fried food so bad that it literally says,
0: why are you torturing yourself? Maybe
1: that one will be good. I'll try, okay, I'll try one more. And like usually it's with a Ragnar team and it's always hilarious watching me try this which should be delicious. i like I I don't get gaggy, but I get like very
0: That's hilarious.
1: annoyed. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, um it was it was really a really good team and um, we're planning on doing it next year too, so That's um, hilarious. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited, you know. It's it was just like every person, we were five too, so it was just easier and like we had we had, we had such a, such a good time. Like it was like one of the best roads this year for me.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Anything else we missed?
0: Um, no, I can't think of anything. Um, it just reach the beach is 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 you know you have to do it. It's it's beautiful. Like some of the uh, some of the exchanges, you're like there's like a little lake in the middle of mountains
1: you got to walk to it though
0: we you yeah Yeah, you don't know it's there yeah yeah when ashley like he's our van captain like he came from his run and he jumped into water like he did so (laughs) it was and it was it was chilly honestly i couldn't like i just put my feet in the water just to take pictures it was beautiful it was like out of this world beautiful that's in new hampshire
1: (laughs) that that handoff area that transition area Mm -hmm. where that lake was yeah that parking area was a cluster f. It was.
0: It was yeah. It was. I don't know like, how
1: we got in there or out of there. It was so jammed.
0: Runners up. and like vans coming in and out. They're it's all it. coming from One Way Street, like a tiny tiny little road and you know, we had like, you know, volunteers saying, "Please slow <laughs> down. <laughs> you need to be careful. Don't, you know, there are runners here." Yep. <laughs> but it was it was fun and then you know i got to meet the locals it's a really good experience definitely. all in all it's a great experience so reach the beach is a must
1: it's definitely a must that and uh, northwest passage okay. that was a, also a very good one all right cool are we wrapped up yep that's a wrap we'll see you on the next one which will be
0: texas
1: texas good i've done that one too
0: yeah. all right
1: thanks for being on the podcast
0: thank you for having me kevin What's up, Ragnar Runner? I am Sarah Albanawi, and I am a Ragnar Relay Ambassador. Consider me your top resource for your travel tips, packing, team building, or information about the venue, anything Ragnar. Find me at Sarah Albanawi on Instagram. Save 10% at registration by using my ambassador code SAAMB22.
1: Today's conversation was brought to you by Bracken's Painting. You can find information about Brackens Painting at www.brackenspainting.com for all of your residential and commercial painting needs. Give Brackens a call.